0: seconds to go jaron dribbles into the front court drives to the bucket his shot no good put back up and in by trayvon scott cincinnati by one rose from half court his shot is no good the snap the put down the swing of the leg it is on its way it is good cincinnati wins the american championship here comes, Here comes the quarterback, Burrow, looking for a block, and he got it up in the front by Hopkins into the end zone, touchdown, what a skipper, called his own number, and streaks for 23 for a touchdown for Cincinnati. Welcome back. So we are back at it again with another episode of Pardon the Punctuation, it is Aaron Smith, And Ed Mayhall, Jeff is not with us tonight. He got called into work on an emergency. But we do have some other fellas filling in tonight. We have Coach Cam, who hosts his own podcast, Time Out with Cam. Um, And we have JT Smith from Front Office News. Uh, Coach, welcome. Um, Tell the people where they can find you on Twitter or wherever else uh, they can download your podcast and what have you.
1: Yeah, um, you know, well, hey, I'm Coach Cam. Uh, real name Cam Chancellor. Uh, I'm not the safety from the Seahawks. Uh, I get asked that all the time. Surprisingly, I, unfortunately, I'm not him. I wish I had his money though. Um no, no. but um, no. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Coach Cam C. That's uh, Coach Cam with the K C. Um, you can find my um, my work on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Time Out with Coach Cam. You can find all the uh, episodes uh, also on YouTube as well under this uh, channel, Time Out with Coach Cam. So, um, yeah, just check me out. And, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad to, that I can be on your show. Uh, I really do appreciate it.
0: Not a problem. And then we also have J.T. Smith from Front Office News. you want to tell the people where they can find you, sir?
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Aaron. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter at underscore J.T. underscore Smith. But the last name, like Smith, you gotta have all the underscores. So that's it's that's beautiful. just what happens, I get it. right? I, I get Trust it. me, man. And then uh you can find all the work at the Um, hit that up. And then um also for uh if you like if you're on IG, hit uh front office news and then also on Twitter, Front Office News, if you wanna go direct that way. And then uh I know I feel like I'm going long winded, but um for the podcast. On Apple and Spotify, everywhere is offered TFON. It's short for the front office news, but hey, I try to try to make it kind of cool. But uh, yeah, you know that's where you can find it. So that that's it. I'll, I'll shut up now.
0: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So we did invite the gentleman on tonight to discuss uh, Bearcats in a roundtable fashion, the same way that we did, um, if you guys remember uh, back when we were talking Reds. So kind of doing something a little bit different here. Got some new guests for you guys, and uh, be sure to check out their work as well. Um, so kind of excited to get things going, wanted to take things back because God, we haven't played basketball in like, I don't know, three and a half weeks or something stupid now at this point anyway. So not even going to touch basketball yet, but wanted to talk football because there's been some action here as of late. So we're going to get to the guys that have been on the field here shortly, but did want to start with first and foremost, as you guys have not been on our show before. Did want to see what your thoughts were of the Peach Bowl itself as a whole and how heartbreaking you felt that that ending was on just the iron leg of the Georgia kicker, which <laughs> is out of control to lose on a 54-yard field goal. <laughs>
2: just, <laughs> you, that thing.
0: You, you don't script that. Good God. But uh, just want to see what your thoughts were on the game, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more, uh, more gridiron first.
2: Cool. You want me to go first cam or are you yeah,
1: you go ahead you go all ahead right, you go ahead cool. all
2: right so you might start crying listening to me talk about it but you know i was i was in attendance right so i covered it and um at the end of the end of the third quarter me and dang my guy my guy logan me and logan lust he uh writes for the, the the school paper so we're over there it's super excited like you gotta hide it because you don't want to get in trouble and If you know Chad Aaron, so he, yep. he can't go in a booth because he's too he's too emotional he's too outward Shucker. yeah like just outward, right so like I could hold it in a little bit so you know after they they're up twenty one ten I'm like dude I'm about to witness history like just in my head I'm like I'm witnessing it and then the strip sack happened the strip sack happened I said oh man this is interesting um but uh I got nervous because it was on our side of the field. So it obviously scored in like two plays, I want to say. But then the defense held up. Like, it still held up, and you just couldn't score. But I I didn't expect the guy to make a 54-yard field goal, though. Because who does? I mean – In college? In college, I didn't expect that.
0: Let's be real, though. Until you saw him walk onto the field, because that dude had swag walking onto the field. Like, he knew he was making that field goal.
2: True. But I still didn't think – I thought he was going to come like – I thought I was going to – land in the end zone I didn't think it was gonna go through man I'm not gonna lie (laughs) but I was like but it's Cincinnati so you gotta expect it to go through like but I was just like man this is crazy this is crazy but man it was heart-wrenching but but I will say before I let Cam do his thing um that they showed they belong I feel like they they lost the game more so than Georgia wanted to me and I'll stand on that like I don't care if people think I'm a homer on that one I feel like they just let that one slip through their hands. Just second-half adjustments didn't happen without us having Hudson. Hudson get kicked out of the game was, like, the biggest play of the game to me, and I'll stand on that one. And people can say I'm wrong. I'm cool with that, too. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what you got, Coach Cam?
2: Um, I, you know, this one, this one hurt.
1: You know, this one hurt because, you know, we dominated the football game. You know, we dominated the football game. I think that's what hurt more. Um, Like JT said, we belong. uh, But it it just would have felt a little bit better stamping it out with a win. You know, not only did we belong, but we we won a game. You know, we actually beat an SEC opponent uh, who just went to the national championship game a few years ago. Um, You know, so. Not to for, the for,
0: fact that
1: they're always, like, at the top of the – They're always at the top of the SEC East, you know, and normally get to the SEC title game. So you talk about a perennial SEC team that you just hung in there with, and if you could have pulled that off, man, that, that would have been something to see. Um, A lot of people talk about the third and two call. Um, I loved it. Um, You know, I loved it. It was a great play. Dez just let it go a little too late. He I'm read right the wrong read because he was going for Wiley first. Yep. And uh, he was closed off, but he had Michael Young on the, you know, on the, um, uh, on the crosser deep, you know, deeper. Yep. And he just, you know, he let it go late, you know. And the the, the corner made a so corner good. made a great play on the ball, you know. Heck of a uh, play. You know, it's just it's just crazy how football is a matter of seconds and inches. You know, if you let that ball go a little bit early, we we're talking we're Peach Bowl champions. So I love a third and two yeah, call. It was it
2: was a linebacker. What I was—I mean, thought it was, it was a corner. I thought the oh, corner.
0: I'm pretty sure that was a
2: linebacker who closed that fast. Dang, he—I mean, he definitely. I mean, they had a big
1: guy. What Jordan yeah. Davis, 6'3", 350 who ran down Desmond Ritter. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> some yeah, of those athletes did. I was looking at, I was like, yeah, this SEC football is definitely different. But <laughs> but we hung. But we point. we belong exactly. We definitely belong, and uh, I, I'm proud of them. You know, I was proud of the effort and. You know, it just didn't quite – we just couldn't quite hold on. But when walking on to that – when that kicker walked out there, I knew we was done. You know, I'm a Cincinnati <laughs> sports fan through and through. I root for the Reds, Bengals, and Bearcats. I've seen the worst. I knew when he was walking out there. I knew this game was over. I said, we're going to lose. I said, he's going to split it right down the middle. And it wasn't even no, – it was no doubt. He hit it, and I'm like, we, we got Cincinnati again. It's the Cincinnati way, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: Don't want to dwell too much on that because it it is kind of still fresh enough where I feel like yes the scar is <laughs> not quite there it's still just a bloody scab you keep picking at and yeah yep. I, don't, I don't want to dwell too much on it uh, we we you know it was a hell of a season it was an exciting season especially as fans have seen this program you know develop under Coach Fickle and just the magnificent job he did so the postseason gets underway and we lose Coach Freeman to Brian Kelly. And Notre Dame, and what was your knee-jerk reaction as soon as Freeman is gone? Because he was rumored to be going to LSU. The rumors are starting to fly. He's inked with LSU. Well, he never inked with the LSU. Whoever got that information was bad. But <laughs> then all of a sudden, he's he's in Notre Dame, uh, hooking back up with uh, his best friend Mickens. Yep. Uh, so, uh, what was your knee-jerk reaction on on Freeman leaving?
2: All right. So me first thing i i realized i was like how big was the check right
0: because i'm like
2: man the thing is once all the big schools start snooping around i'm like even if it wasn't valid who they say you know it's texas you know a couple other schools i'm like man these big boys are coming to call you know the big boys got the purse so like even though we gave them the raise you know last year the six hundred thousand, which is a lot of coin in cincinnati and a lot of coin anywhere for the most part. Um, Cali, that might be a little different. You might be like, I want a little bit more. But when you're a top-tier coach like that, and you do that good against the SEC team that everybody knows is a top, they keep a top five recruiting class every year. Even on a bad year, they have a top eight recruiting class. Silly. And you don't have your all your all Americans out there, Wiggins and Sauce didn't play, and you did that on a national stage when people really didn't. I mean, you know, some people were drinking our Kool-Aid, but some people are like, uh, ah, you see, whatever, just another AAC team. They're not about to bang with this team. Like I did a, a, a pod with somebody, like, you're, you're gonna lose about two touchdowns. I'm like, uh, nah. but anyways, I'm getting getting didn't <laughs> get back reel me back in. But when I when I when I saw, when I rumored when they rumored what they might give him, they said like he probably get like 2.5 a year, roughly. That's, that's
0: like that's like a third of fickle size. Dude.
2: So, that four years, 2.5 a year?
0: If you that's true, even if it's a two. House. Like, I mean, you know the job's good if you just built a house, like, it just finished. And
2: that's so much money. He, he can have two houses now. I mean, he like, didn't even
0: get to live in it.
2: <laughs> doesn't even matter. Like, he can keep no, that for a vacation it, house it now.
0: If, I, if you want a vacation in Cincinnati,
2: I don't I mean, he's an Ohio dude. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe he comes back in a couple, I don't know. Um, he comes back. You know, Cincinnati's cost of living isn't that bad. You're making two point five. I mean, oh, I mean, it sucked because I. All right, so but it sucked because you knew, like, the, you know, everybody built up the Savage Seven. We knew the Savage Seven was just going to crumble like, sure did, wet brick, right? Because of that, mm-hmm. you know. So that was the one thing. But at the end, I wasn't super sad because Vic was still here. Now, you know, so I'm like, yeah.
0: Just a side note, I thought it was funny that Mumu just posted the other day about uh, his offers that he has and who should he choose. And he still has Cincinnati on there. So true to his word, he has not closed the book on Cincinnati. He he is still putting them on his graphics saying, who should I choose? So
2: but right now we got a little bit of clout. So like having you see stamp on there is kind of a clout move right now.
0: Well, especially if you look at some of the other schools that some of these kids are getting offered. Like, I expect Melvin Jordan, I don't think he's back. I, I think he's he's gone, gone. I don't think there's a shot in hell. We oh, no, Jordan, no, he's gone. Um, just with some of the other schools that are offering him already at this point uh, and being a four-star anyway.
2: But, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Mumu, Mumu, I mean, we'll see if he ends up being a four-star or not, but I just want to interject that because I thought it was uh, kind of funny seeing just we're still For there sure. apparently on this right. list of <laughs> right. schools. All right.
1: <laughs> right um well mark losing marcus freeman obviously hurt you know obviously it hurt us but you know like jt said we still have fickle and i i you know fickle done earned some you know equity around here to the point where we got to be able to trust him we got to be able to trust him that he's going to bring in the coaches in to keep the thing rolling um he has um you know like bringing in someone like Greg Scruggs, you know, who's been huge for the program. Like he's continuing to, you know, bring in quality coaches uh, after, you know, some may leave. So, you know, I, he's beginning to get a little tree going here, uh, you know, and you know that shows a sign of a good coach. So I'm not worried about, uh, you know, I, obviously it's a loss because we lose some recruits and you know things like that. And we gotta we gotta add, um, you know, get get some more obviously to replace them. But overall we'll be fine. We'll find those players. And I think, you know, um, the trust will hire. I think it was solid. I, I You know, I think he'll do a great job.
0: Not official yet. It's not been announced. It's not, oh, no, not official yet. Okay. Not, well, Michigan State has announced. <laughs> they, they said he gone. He is yeah. gone Cincinnati. Um, and I, <laughs> I hear that there has been some sightings of him on campus. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't. Cincinnati has not announced anything yet.
1: Definitely. So, well, I will say if we if we do bring him in, just want to make <laughs> it would be a good hire. Yeah.
0: Professionally, being said correctly, it's oh, sure. right. right. It's not officially, officially. official. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So, so, if he's brought in, <laughs> he I think is. that would be a great hire. I uh, agree,
0: and I know a lot of people still hold what they happened 15 years ago about him celebrating in the hallways of Cincinnati when uh, Coach Antonio went to Michigan State and uh i don't know i mean i don't hold anything against him
1: i don't either you're 32 years. Either.
0: people got upset that i said well you're just 30 you're 32 years old you're doing dumb stuff anyway like you yeah um, i am currently 36 years old i still do dumb shit all the time <laughs> so i mean I, I don't know you're 32 you're not you know 40 you're not 45 you're not people say like act like you've been there before well, you haven't been there before really. true At, A a Cincinnati program is, you know, starting to build for the first time ever, and you've got a job with the Big Ten. Yeah, of course you're excited. Yeah, right. uh, Holding any of that against him, I agree. I think it's a good hire. Um, So I'm excited to see. You know, once it becomes officially official, um, we'll (laughs) we'll see. We'll see if if he's the guy. We don't know yet. Nudge, nudge, (laughs) wink, wink. Uh, (laughs) Right. We'll we'll, we'll see. But uh, I'm not sure if it was his sneakers underneath the plane wing. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so so we have some guys leaving though, and we got to see um, who's staying, who's going. For the most part, I think everybody's decided at this point, or or at least made their their intentions yeah. known. Yeah. Um, I think so. so we got to see some new video. Um, Hudson looked good in like the three seconds that so we got to see him. Um, we got to see Derek Forrest out there as well in some of the Twitter sphere, if you will. Um, did you guys get a chance to check out any of the video clips? What did you think in the little bit that we got to see today from uh, some of their workouts?
2: Yeah, I saw both clips. I mean, like you said, Huston's was like a blink, but, I mean, he dominated in that, you know, in that matchup that we got to see, which is always a good thing, especially him. You see he still had him at left tackle, so that's a good thing, right? And then, um, you, know, you know, Forrest, he's always been like an underrated guy to me where – people really don't appreciate him because he's not like a look at me type of dude. Right. But yeah, I just think he's going to be a solid dude. Whoever gives him a shot. Like, I just think he's going to be a guy. It's going to be hard to get up, get him off the field. And, uh, I think he's going to do his thing. If he, you know, if the right team gives him, gives him, a, gives him an option or a chance.
1: Right. Yeah. I seen, uh, I was able to see a little bit of the uh, videos as, uh, as well. Um, you know, Hudson, you know, he did look good in that quick video, Uh, You know, and, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, NFL, like Draft Scouts, you know, was posting it, you know, posting the video and saying like this could be like a top, you know, 50 overall player, like 50 to 75 range. So I guess, you know, he's doing some good down there. And, um, you know, uh, JT said about, uh, you know, Forrest, you know, I always like him hard nose, you know, he may not be a person that, you know, perhaps get drafted, but I could definitely see him getting picked up. Like you said, you know, someone that'll be uh, hard, hard to keep off the uh, field, you know, someone that'll make it by, you know, hustling on special teams, being the big special teams guy. And then I can see him working his way on the field. Um, But, you know, it's definitely exciting. You know, you talking about multiple, multiple, um, you know, Bearcats being able to get drafted, you know, and and this is and this is just something good to, you know, good to talk about. You know, we're talking about four or five guys that can, you know, be drafted in the NFL or possibly more
0: you're talking about a punter who might get drafted and no yep. one ever talks about a punter getting drafted. He's yeah. highly regarded, which is crazy. Um, True. You're talking about, you know, maybe we see Jarrell white go to the right situation kind of dependent on if he ends up sliding back to safety or if he tries to stay at that linebacker position. Um, you know, obviously we're talking about Hudson. We're talking about Forrest, um, We're also talking about uh, who else am I missing here? Wiggins, oh James Wiggins, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, and I, Wiggins is looking. People are talking about Wiggins going anywhere from four to five, uh, yeah, fourth, fourth, fifth round. Uh, so you're probably looking at Wiggins as like a day three guy. Um, but I mean, this is still before Michael Warren. We never had a guy jump. Now we have had, you know, a couple guys jump. Yeah. So I and I think this thing is going to continue to build as you look at the guys coming through the program right now. And then as you look at these classes that we're starting to build on, you know, we have the 2021 is the best class that we've ever had as a class coming in. And then you look at 2022, which before the Savage seven decided to peace out, um, <laughs> it was the highest you know ranked class that we've ever yeah. had. But, you know, when you start looking at these national recruiting, people flip-flopping, that kind of stuff, commit, decommit, all of that anyway. So it's going to be a different whole different commitment uh you know with with these guys who are in the national spotlight as opposed to uh, the guys that we're used to seeing when they you know two three star guys as opposed to three four star maybe we start talking about a five star at some point so it should be interesting to see what they end up doing as far as uh, some of their recruiting classes going forward true so um of the guys that stayed who are you most excited to see coming back with the program or maybe that you didn't expect to see coming back with the program
2: uh with, i'll with go that, first with i was
0: say with that we're looking at like des we're looking at kobe bryant we're looking at um there's a handful of guys when you're looking at yeah the, uh, I, thought, I,
2: thought thought right? I thought i thought my jay was MJ gone everyone i thought he was gone i thought he was gone i'm not gonna lie um because you know I was seeing stuff where he could possibly be a you know, second round pick right. already, you know, anywhere from, you know, second to four, it was mock drafts going were saying, Hey, he might go here. He might go there. I'm like, man, if he gets enough people telling him second round, yeah he's out of here probably. But him staying was huge. Um, I'll say Kobe th- through out of the seniors that stayed he was the one I didn't expect. If you would have bet me before, you know, the extra year came, came about, I wouldn't have thought he was going to stay especially how good of a year he had this year i thought he would have gambled
0: not to mention how much he just runs his mouth in general right like he's yeah. just <laughs> always just talking trash always <laughs> so i would have thought that he thought more of himself than any of the seniors to be completely yeah. honest
2: Yep. so him staying it threw me off i was like kobe he was like the first one to announce wasn't he yeah. like i'm staying so he he kind of set the tone for a lot of this the people that did stay i think um, more so than people thought. Cause I, I definitely thought you know Kobe was out of here, and he, he stayed, so that was cool. You know, of course, it is, but I think my Jay and Kobe were the ones that were just like, "Oh snap! I didn't know they were staying." So, yeah,
1: uh, you know, I, I definitely agree about my Jay Sanders. You know, I, I thought he was definitely gone. Yeah, you know? I thought his stock was super high. You talk about you know, um, you know NFL that's you know just dying for pass rushers. You know and you get someone as quick as him coming off the edge. I thought, you know, he'd be a high commodity, but I'm glad he's back. And, you know, honestly, you know, I, I really I really thought – I mean, I thought Dez was out of here too.
2: Yeah.
1: I thought Dez was out of here too, and I, I thought his stock was really high. You know, people was talking about, you know, him, you know, possibly like a day two quarterback. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking he's headed out, and he decides to stay. And, you know, that, hey, you know, you bring him back, you, you got a chance, you know. I know I've always, you know, I was one of those Debs Ritter fans that I've, I've always supported him, you know, because I, I, I was like, because, you know, he he finds a way to win. It's hard to find quarterbacks that find a way to win. And, you know, I know it don't be pretty all the time, but he's a winner and you, you don't bench winners. So, uh, but, you know, he's proved everybody wrong and, you know, he coming back for a senior year. He should have a huge year and, you know, we should win some football, a lot of football games. For sure. Yeah, I, uh, I was...
0: Probably most surprised, I think, with Des, honestly, uh, just because he just had a kid, and I I feel like that gets kind of just tossed by the wayside. Like nobody even brings that up when talking about like the decision he had to make between going and making money versus staying in school. True. Um, I I think that that was the biggest thing that surprised me was the fact that you're talking potentially going day two, you know, day two or day three, early day three. And, you know, you're talking second round, third round, and he just decided to stay. So I'm, I'm hyped because, you know, you keep the quarterback. That's the biggest piece, especially with the chemistry that he has with a Trey Tucker, with a uh, Javon Jackson, with uh, Alex Al Pierce, um, So with a Josh Wiley. So, you know, bringing pretty much almost the whole squad back outside of dokes. And, um, you know, most of the offense is coming back. So. I think it should be really exciting to see what they bring back and what they're able to do on the field. Um, if you had to make a guess right now, and that's without even like breaking down the schedule and trying to see what they do, who they got, knowing that we have Notre Dame and Indiana early on. Who, where, how, how well do you think we finish? Are you looking one or two losses? Are you think we go undefeated until? at least a bowl game again what's what's your initial thoughts if you had to make a a guess Mm. into this season
2: that's a good one i'm gonna ask you a question after we answer this one too um i think one loss i feel like the because i looked at the conference schedule we kind of ducked all the teams that are the top dogs i think in our conference this year i feel like um but I feel like the Indiana and Notre Dame, I feel like they split that somehow. But, you no, know, Notre Dame's going to have a new quarterback, so I think maybe could take advantage of that. Um, but who knows if they hit the transfer portal and get somebody that's, you know, top-notch, that could change, skew that. But I think right now, Indiana has the, the stud that's, you know, toward his knee, so is he going to be ready? I think the Bearcats could take advantage of that, too. So I feel like they split, and then, you know, I, I could sp- I don't know. I won't say undefeated just because it's hard to go undefeated. And I don't want to put that pressure on them. But I think Fickle's going to put that pressure on them automatically. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll see. Right now I say one loss. And I feel like it's the, it's between that Indiana and Notre Dame game, which one they, they, they slip. And they won't get blown out.
1: Though. You know, man, uh, you know, obviously you want to say we go undefeated, you know. <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, you know, that Notre Dame game just – it scares me more so now because Freeman's there than ever before. If I felt like if we had Freeman here and, you know, they had an, any other defensive coordinator, I thought we'd be – I think we'll be fine. But the fact that he know he's seen this offense every day. He done stared Den Brock in the face every day and probably done stuff this offense every day. I'm concerned. It concerns me. You know, it really does. I'm just hoping that he could come out with some wrinkles and, you know, and we can, you know, and we can, we can put some points on the board, but, you know, I think we lose one game and I think that's the one. And and I think we still end up being that top, uh, you know, group of five team and we get a, and we get a new Year's day bow. But I think that's the one we'll, we'll unfortunately drop. Hmm. I feel a
0: little bit differently about it. And I feel this way because we get to play Notre Dame early on in the season before they're really gelling under Freeman. So he doesn't even necessarily know how all the weapons that he's going to have at his disposal work properly. So I'm kind of hanging my hat a little bit on that.
2: Hope, Hope you're right, right on that here. here. Also, right.
0: let's not forget that you're bringing in a different guy at defensive coordinator. Maybe it's Trestle. Maybe it's not. Who knows? But um you know you're bringing somebody else in, and so it's going to be a little bit different than on the defensive end, yeah. uh, especially if it is trestle He comes from a four-three system as opposed to the four-two-five that we have been running under Freeman. So yeah. you're going to see a little bit of. I mean, of course, the defense is still. Who knows whether whoever's here ends up running a four-two-five predominantly or the four-three? But if you're running a 4-3 a little bit more than you had been because you were pretty much strictly running a Mm 4-2-5, say you do that, all of a sudden you're seeing some different looks from this defense you haven't seen before. So There's something to be said for that as well, not to mention the fact that nobody really knows at this point what is really going on in the wide receiver room after Jerome Ford, and even Jerome Ford is kind of an unknown measurable at this point. Because he hasn't really been on the field in a starter role. So behind him, you got a bunch of question marks in Montgomery. And, uh, you know, if if McClellan can come back and and be who we've seen him be at times. So I I think that while there's a bunch of knowns on this offense coming back, there's still a bunch of wrinkles already that Freeman hasn't seen because nobody's really seen.
2: Mm, That's accurate. Man, think about that. So I'm hoping you're right about the Freeman isn't isn't going to be able to jail with those guys fast part, because yeah, right. that'll be a plus. And all those guys on the defensive end are going to be licking their chops just because they feel like their guy left them. Yep. so well, you're going have little, you have know, a little, I think have a little extra fire
0: too, because you know that's that's their guy, and, and you left, yeah, you, you left this, Wait, you left us, you left yeah,
2: this? exactly. So I think everybody's
0: going to be playing with a little bit of a chip. True. Not to mention, Notre Dame lost way more seniors than
1: Cincinnati lost. True. Now, true. this is true. They lost a lot of players. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, like I said, I would love to see it. I would love to see us go, go there and pull out, especially be Brian Kelly, too. I, I mean, would love it. I mean. Definitely love it. Damn.
0: I wasn't even trying to go down that road because yeah, the, that's, I'd that's, be... a, that's a dark road. To... <laughs> hey,
1: it is a dark road, <laughs> but hey, we 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 got to travel it, you know, a little yeah, yeah. bit.
0: Just bouncing <laughs> in the middle of a banquet dinner. Get out of here, <laughs> man, <come on. laughs> right before a bowl game, the you biggest know? bowl game in you know just the entire program's history. Clown.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was sick. It was. That was sick. You know, All Marty's
3: right.
0: going to be in attendance. What's that?
3: You know, Marty's going to be in attendance.
0: So, switching gears, let's talk hoops, because this year has been unlike any year in recent history. Um, We have been spoiled as Cincinnati fans. We have been completely spoiled under Mick Cronin, and then Brandon got here, and everybody thought everything was going to be hunky-dory, and it has not been quite the same thing as it was when Jaron was here. So we were able to sneak in a conference championship or at least a share of one in a COVID shortened season. And everything kind of got different this year with Jaron being on. So what have your thoughts been on what's happened so far this season? and Where have you been impressed? where do you think we need to kind of shore some things up?
2: Cam, okay, I'm, I'm letting you go first, man. <laughs> oh. Changing it up. Oh, you're going to do <laughs> me like that. I know how you feel. I le- I need to let you get this out. Oh, you're going to do
1: me like that. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, this is uh, This is how I feel, okay? I I've before? I've seen a lot. I've seen The best of the best when it comes to UC basketball. I, you know, I was a kid. I remember, you know, going to Conference USA, uh, tournaments down at, you know, at at Shoemaker Center. They didn't want coffee. It was called the Shoemaker Center. So I remember going to, you know, seeing, watching Kenyon Martin, Ruben Patterson, you know, these, these, uh, you know, these players that, you know, epitomize what UC basketball is. I, I mean, I know. I love Eason. I love Tari Eason. I think Eason is special I think he's gonna be special and you know I, I like I like some of the players on our roster it's just that what bothers me about what's going on through the season and even from last year all the way up to this year we have not established established an identity who are we as a basketball team that that bothers me like because I've you know like I said I, I you know I coach a little bit but you got to have a, you have you have to have an identity. You know, whether you win or lose games, you know, Cronin came in his first year, and I know it was terrible, you know, him building through the Big East, but you know what? Those players did a couple things. They played hard, and they defended their butts off. You knew coming in, no matter what, hey, they weren't that good, but they were going to be scrappy as heck, and they were going to play as hard as possible.
0: What was the stat line that he kept? Was it a deflect- deflection. deflection? Deflection. And he was going
1: to get those 40 deflections. 40. <laughs> he was going to get those 40 deflections. And you knew it was going to happen. You know, but, you, but he had, you have an identity, and he established it early, even with teams that are not good. My problem is, from last year to this year, we don't do anything well. We don't hang our hat on anything. We don't defend well. Nope. We don't shoot well. We don't rebound. So like what do we do? What or is gonna be the identity of this basketball team moving forward? That has been my issue with the John Brennan era thus far. We need an identity. Hanging on something. Is it gonna be we gonna be a scrappy team? Or are we gonna press and we gonna run? Find something, hang your hat on it, and let's build an identity. You gotta have an identity.
0: Well, let, let me ask you this. Who's the leader on the team?
1: We don't we we don't have one I, I i we don't we don't have one i, I we don't have one we don't have, i'm sorry we, we we don't have one this season we don't i think the, Ju- I the, think the, he, the I julius think maybe be, i
0: think he wants to be
1: i think i think they but 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 they needed yeah. to just give him the keys though you know i understand that's this that's key <laughs> I, I get that i mean but can anybody else <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean, but but that's my that's my issue. It's like, and then like we we bringing in guy. Okay, they they touch a UC jersey, they can't shoot. Yeah. All of a sudden, because the Julius was was not this bad of a shooter
2: not at 40%, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, forty percent.
1: He puts the number zero on for the Bearcats, and then it's just like it's a plague.
0: Can you change a number mid-season? Is that allowed? I
2: don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It has to happen. The zero cannot come back for his, for the next year. It can't retire the number zero. Shouldn't nobody be allowed to wear it? <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't. know. Maybe like, like the the crowd number or something. Just throw that up in the rafters. Never to <laughs> come back. Yeah,
2: you might have to put on the Bearcat itself or something. Yeah, I mean, just put the zero on him. Because the Julius? I mean, everybody came in like, all right, we got a shooter because you can see that he has a total game. He can get to the hole. He's strong. You know what I'm saying?
0: It doesn't exist in Cincinnati, but I've seen his Michigan highlight reel.
2: Yeah, trust me. Like, I'm like, oh, the Julius is is a dog? Like, I've had a couple coaches, like, I coached him in AAU circuit. Hit me up. I got a good player. And I mean, he's solid. It's just that he can't shoot here. You know what I mean? I'm gonna blame it on COVID and zero. Well, what I
0: do like about
1: (laughs)
2: COVID COVID and zero. I don't don't
0: just want to shit all over. To Julius, because I don't think he's a bad player. No, 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 no.
1: I like I like the Julius a lot.
0: First off, he's not afraid to shoot the ball, which is one thing that I that is an actual thing on this team. There are players <laughs> on the court that are afraid to shoot the ball. Mikey Saunders, I'm looking at you. Um, moving on, though, and Keith sometimes gets weird with the ball in his hands too. But um, <laughs> you also have to consider that when he's not shooting well, which is pretty much every game he's also passing the ball very well and he's rebounding and he's doing other things that are still filling out the stat line. So he's not, he's not just giving up on it. Like Mike Adams woods is because there was one play in the last game and it still haunts me because it's the last game that I can remember where he, 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 I don't care if he didn't get in the way of that dude going to the cup. He still got dunked on because he gave up on the play.
1: (laughs) Oh, I see. I I remember that play. The dude's,
0: He's coming down on the left side of the hoop.
1: He had a chance to, to cut him off and do something. He, he, didn't he did. Do anything. He didn't do but anything. He that's the cu- the culture. The culture. And where the culture come from?
0: Well, and, and to your point, the though, that, that never would have happened under Cronin. If that happened, you're out of the game. And you're not he won't
1: sniff,
2: game. man. won't you're sniff. That's true. Back in
0: the rest of the day.
2: That's yeah. true. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, if you, you slack on defense, you definitely going to be sitting next to him. You might not be sitting next to him. You might be sitting at the end of the bench. So, so, that's that, true. That all said Th- And me it's me the right. effort.
0: That all said, that brings me up to my next point, though, is do you start Zach Harvey over Micah Adams-Woods if this team ever sees the court again?
2: Yes. And so I say hear. that because, like, Zach, right now, before they shut down, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody's in a bubble right now. Sure. But before the bubble, <laughs> the college bubble has established itself, He was playing lights out, like he was starting to, his confidence was coming back where he was going outside, inside, mid range. He always has been a scrappy defender And like, I wrote about it literally like last week, like how Zach is young. He's only technically supposed to be a freshman this year, had a couple injuries before the seasons. And so it slowed him down, but um, Micah hasn't played as good. I thought he was going to play this year, being a second year in the system. That's how good poise he played last year, um, I think like, I don't know, I don't know if it's confidence or what, but he's, he's kind of in a, like, I talked to this with, with Cam, you know, last week um, he's going, he's either shooting the three or he's going to the hole, but he's not, he has to get that floater at mid range going. Cause he's not real athletic. I know I'm not a real athletic dude when I'm on the court. so. I got to shoot that floater over those big dogs because if I come in with that layup, they pinning me. So, you know what I mean? So, he got to get his, he got to channel his mid range because that's, that's what's killing him right now because he's either three or layup. And last year he was getting that off, but now they got a scout report on him or he's a lefty and they, they taking it, you know? So, I think he has to start shooting that floater. But, um, I think all you have shots, to start
0: all the shots of floaters. They go so high.
2: But like, he, he has to shoot them, though, man. The like,
0: these, though, are or, or they're, they're like the it has to rainbow shot I've ever seen in my life.
2: It has to, uh-huh. but, but Zach, he shoots that bad boy. That touches to the, the top of the arena every time. <laughs> <laughs> but they got, I think, they have to put in Zach, though, man. I feel like right now he's rolling, he might give him a shot in the arm, and they do have to play a lot more scrappier, like Cam said, because they, they can't go big. They like, really, have lose. they have nothing to lose. You might as well play four guards in, in Easton, Easton, and then, you know, Davenport would be the pseudo four, and you just rock out and just keep pressing all game. And if we win, cool. If we lose, cool. I mean, I just feel like – because, you know, Vogue isn't Let's giving any resistance this year. Yeah. I mean, that's all we got.
0: He had nine minutes of the entire season that he decided to throw in that last game that we saw. And I feel like he could have actually built on it, but now as he's he's been off for three weeks. He has yeah. no idea what confidence is anymore. He probably forgot about it as he cried himself to sleep in the fetal <laughs> position.
2: <sighs> it's tough, but man. It's tough.
0: Frustrating.
1: Very, very, very. Uh, I mean, you got to start Zach Harvey. I mean, he's playing the best ball out of mostly everybody. Him, Davenport, you know, and a few others. You you got at some point you gotta ride the youth wave. Uh this is the uh this is gonna be your team moving forward. Um especially Zach Hart, he's a sophomore. Next year he's gonna be a junior. He's gonna to have to be rated honestly, he you may be looking at him and being a an leading scorer next year. You have to, you know, kinda of thrust him into that role a little bit and see what you got because, you know, next year he's gonna be a big part, especially with Keith Gone. You know, um, and, yeah, with Keith gone, I'm that's what I'm going to say about that. With Keith gone, um, and, you know, you 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 vote gone and some others, you know, he, he going to have to step up big time. But that, that's how I feel about it. Right. That's I, really, how, I'm okay. sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I want, I, I'm not going to say what I really want to say. But, absolutely. you know, but that's just, don't you know, what it is.
0: Zach was the highest –
1: recruit yeah like top 40 on this team
2: for sure
0: and in recent history honestly he, he was the, high, the highest recruited recruit that we the highest rated recruit that we we've had in a long long time so Definitely. Th- is, you've got to get him on yes. the floor and you've got to see what his maturation process looks like and i think we're finally starting to see that because we saw like hints at it last year but he was it was almost like he was scared to take that next step so it's, it's good to see him kind of embracing the role because with him, I think you start to see some of the other guys start to slide into their roles. And I think in that last yeah. game, in the last two games, as he kind of was flourishing a little bit and kind of starting to put up double digits, starting to put up his highest career total ever at, at I think he hit 19, um, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we got to see some of those other guys slide into their roles where everybody looked way more comfortable when Zach Harvey had the ball in his hands with his bananas. And I know you said that Keith is going to be gone because, you know, he's a senior and I don't think he comes back either to be completely honest with you. However, here's a question that I threw to Chad Brendel here, um, on the podcast recently, but I'm going to throw it out to you guys. What do you do if Chris Vogt comes back? Because no one loses a year of eligibility right now. And that's an actual thing that could potentially happen. That's, Brandon's boy, he's made no qualms about it, but Chris Vote could potentially be wearing a Bearcats jersey again next year. And then what do you do?
2: That's I didn't even think about that. It's very legit. Okay, but Question, can like, can the
3: can the coach decide that he doesn't want a player back next year? Like can he cut I mean, him I, if I, he decides he wants to come back?
0: You you can <laughs> rescind a, a, a scholarship by like <laughs> kind of telling them, hey, it's time for you to enter the portal, which when Brandon came in, let's be real, I don't know if all those players wanted to just bounce. I think he kind of told him, like, you're probably not going to be a good fit in my system. I'm only going to play you X amount of minutes or whatever the case may be to try and move some guys around, which I don't even want to talk about how well Nsosemay was playing earlier in the season when I saw I haven't checked because I don't want to even have to throw up in a bag again. Um, and I know, like, Nyseer Brooks is still putting up some numbers, and I can only imagine what it would be like having a guy who – doesn't have concrete feet running up and down the court. Um, you know, if, if Brooks was still here, if Ntosameh was still here, you know, so, so some of those things could look different if we had an athletic center, as opposed to the old running skyscraper that we have here playing for the Cincinnati Bearcats.
2: We, we talked about that. That's, this is crazy, man. Like deja vu. I didn't, we didn't say skyscraper though. We didn't say that. We, we were a little bit more, you're, you're nicer than you Aaron you are nicer, but, uh, I, I, wrong. I, I take, I take away, I take away Brooks though, because if Brooks would have stayed, he'd be gone already. So I, I tried to look at Brooks stats or look what he does at Miami and get any, uh, and get too sad. Right. I tried to cry myself to sleep because he, he would have been gone last year. he have been gone with Trey and them. So I, I'll, I'll X him out. No pun intended. And, um,
0: which almost so, hurt more because we didn't get to play a tournament game. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it did suck. But um, then you got to think about it, though, with, with, with Ellie, though, like that that sucks because dudes slapping up double-doubles, <laughs> like left and right.
0: Well, and if we were running small, he would have fit in this offense so well, like just both sides of the court, really.
2: If yeah. He's I, I, fast. That's the he's fast. Can... He can play defense. He's going to rebound. And he's a physically imposing guy, which we don't have that guy like that. What was the game, that UCF game? Was that the game or was USF? Which, South yeah. Florida when they was dunking on us left and right. And everybody, every miss, they were just like, "Oh, let's lay it up, let's uh, dunk on you." Like, <laughs> like Ellie almost races that like immediately. So that part sucks. I'm trying to look at it either, you know because you think about it, like, dang, he would only is he will be a senior this year? Is he a senior this year? Yeah, he's a senior. Yeah. So that would be legit, and then. You know, another thing I didn't even think about is recruiting is super hard because of COVID right now. So nobody has like open period, like how it usually is. Right. So it's like, who are they going to replace if vote doesn't come back? Right. Who are they going to replace them with? Like who, who's like, who do they have, you know, in their book of recruits? Like, I like this guy. I saw him before COVID really hit. This is a guy I need next year. Who knows? Because we need big men. We can't really. I mean, the guards are cool. I mean, we got enough guards to make, hey, we need some guys that can help Eason. That's how I look at it. And uh, I I don't know. I don't know where we go. Like I just thought about that. Like I was super optimistic about who we get. But then I realized that it's not the same process on, on recruiting. So like. Do they actually take vote? Bo- I mean, if vote comes back, do it's Brandon like begging him to come back, or is he pushing him out? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, and, you know yeah. Yeah. That's a great point.
1: <laughs> <sighs> That's a great
3: point that I don't, even, I don't even want to think about right now. To be honest with you,
1: that I, I never. I really didn't even want to think about this, but it's a very, very uh, possible scenario that he comes back. You know, especially with the. Um, with everything with recruiting wise we don't have anybody recruited for 2021 which makes me think that we're probably going to get a power for from lehigh to come in here a grad transfer um you know who supposedly put up big numbers uh in the patriot league and come over here and stink it up it sounds like someone but anyway um you know we got we got to find a we got to find a, a big guy. A guy that's tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh a guy that you going to come through the lane and you know if you you know he going to try to block a shot, now nah, you going to get knocked over a little bit. We don't we don't have that we don't have that guy, you know. We don't um have no intimidation factor with our with our uh, Atari's a good defender, but you need someone else that's a little bigger like a 6'10" guy, 240 that's going to be physically imposing. Um, and that can you know that can rebound well and you know, and and finish, you know, around the rim and not get pushed off the block so easy. Um, you know, it's, it's – I don't know where we go for 2021 as far as this recruiting class. I'm just – I'm not sure what's in store. We don't have anyone coming in. It, it, I don't know.
2: Do we go JUCO?
1: You go – going to have to. We're going to have to go JUCO. Um That's the only only way. I mean, I grad, but the grad transfer is going to be so heavy, you know, far as, you know, what you can get, but I just don't want, I just don't want to get no, no, no no big man coming from no small school. You know, I, I I don't want to, I don't want to live through that, this experience again, because that (laughs) was the, the experiment just failed. You know, it it failed. It failed miserably. Um, (laughs) Couldn't keep up. We saw it. I mean, you know, the AAC, you know, it ain't the the best conference in the world. But one thing you got to do, the big man got to be able to be athletic. There's oh, athletic sure. big men in the A- American Athletic Conference. If you play UCF, USF, Memphis, you know, Tulsa, you know, those guys have guys, that's athletes that can that can play in the post. And and, yeah. and those are the type teams that we know we lost to and it hurt us.
2: For sure. You're right, man. Because, you know, the top tier teams in the AAC, they hold they they hold they hold their weight, man. They can play with anybody. The top four teams normally can play with anybody. But yes. This Houston team.
1: That's what I even say Houston
2: man. Houston. Did you know Houston is baby Cincinnati? That's
1: what they are. That's what they are. And that's what you makes know. me mad because they're us.
2: Yeah, they're us, but they can shoot. You Ooh, know what right I mean? they You know, like they, <laughs> they have like a couple people that like can create and shoot. It's like man, Kelvin Sampson really took Mick Cronin's like recipe and then added some more flavor to it. And like, look <laughs> top yep. 10. It's like, dude, because he, he always gets that dude that like everybody's like all right, he's legit, but like you know, other teams are waiting for somebody else so that he grabs them. You know Kevin Sampson's that is that guy so he, yeah. who knows how Kevin got get, is getting down down in Houston. You know, it's a, it's a rich town down there. So, um yeah. They pay probably, you know. <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> We're not putting any rumors out there, but it's, it's a possibility. It's, a, it's an absolute possibility.
2: I'm just saying, like Houston to pay for their they, like they got a new their stadium, a new arena. They just did a new football stadium. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So they got they got endowments down there. That's pretty legit. I ain't saying Kelvin's cheap. You know what I'm saying? But Kelvin is getting like the tough UC guys, but shooters. It's like, dang, he remixed Cronin's plan, and it's even better. Like exactly. Yeah. Like, like, dang, Why couldn't we? Why couldn't we just? I, you know, we'll see what happens, man. Because I didn't even think about the vote thing, man. That's kind of it's don't messed know.
1: up to think about. No, nobody <laughs> want to think about it. That's no. that's the issue.
2: It's, not, even... it's not. uh like the football team i was like oh they're coming back cool you know what i'm saying you can come on back brother
1: right 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 brother. <laughs> like, right mean, with the lack of with the lack of big men up front you
2: almost got to take him back <laughs> <laughs> you almost, almost like gotta gotta, take him he back. got him by the ankles he's like look dude i want i want to go to grad school I'm paying for it hey i i would i wouldn't i wouldn't but let me <laughs> A
1: question to you, JT. Um, what? You... All right, there we go. This is just like
3: the this is just like the uh, Bearcat Journal podcast. Aaron loses connection forty five li- minutes in.
0: I heard this. I heard this. I'm literally hardwired into the internet here. Like, I, it's plugged into the laptop, and it's still, that's why I'm in a laundry room. <laughs> that's why I'm not you know doing Wi-Fi from the desk in my room, and it's still it. Without fail, it doesn't matter. I hate Cincinnati but I want to fight him.
2: That's <laughs> called hey, him this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, At least you got some guys that are used to talking, so you didn't. It's not too bad.
0: Especially on the other one. I mean, man, uh, I can't. I can't get a word in with Brent sometimes. It's crazy. <laughs> 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 I'm sitting here watching this
3: Big East Butler versus UConn UConn game, and they've got some big guys out here on the court that are. I mean, who UConn? Both UConn and Butler, and, and moving around more big. than I've seen vote move around all all season.
2: And you know, you know, UConn took our strength guy. Yep. Yep. And you know, he so all right. So he says, like, it's like night and day there.
0: That shouldn't surprise anyone. Really, I mean, they have national championships. Yeah, and day. Of, within the last thirty years, we haven't had one since the sixties. That's a nine big day. difference. day. But it's also a lot of money in that program, a lot of it made from the women's championships let's yeah. all the way real. And you know how much money have they made off of years and years and years of like two lost seasons, if they have any. True. From the women's programs.
3: And if you True. follow him on any social media, I mean, you could tell he was making his own tools to... Yes. Uh, I mean, yes. that's... I guess that's a little eye-opening right there, huh?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, I've been still following him because like, he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, yeah, he's and, cool. Um, and uh, I, I, I just see, like, because he shows him working out, and I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Because he was, he was doing a heck of a job here. So I know with the more resources on that side, I know he's going to... And within oh, four years, sure. people are going to – it's
3: going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. He gave,
0: he gave Chris Vogt a body that he could actually flex.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I keep laughing about that every time last year when he would flex. Him and, and that other guy from NKU – I can't think of his name right now – graduated the year that uh, that uh John left. They would flex, Me. and there was just nothing. Me.
2: <laughs> McDonald is every Yeah, he yeah,
1: was yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I say so McDonald. At least McDonald had a little game. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't bothered, I can't even perk. He wasn't bothered. He was good. Yeah, he, he, was, he was good. But what's so crazy? What gave me hope was when Vote played us. He was cooking us a little bit, so like in those rap, little minutes, dude. like.
0: So did rap? What does that say? That doesn't say yeah, anything. True,
2: but, but apparently not. Look in what the, it, did here. But Rap, he played so good last year. And the thing about the reason why I gave Rap the benefit of the doubt is because Trey was guarding him a lot. And Trey is a legit, like I've seen Trey stop people from getting double digits on a consistent basis and make it tough. And Rap was cooking us. Like he was cooking. Like both could stick with him. Then they put Trey on him. And he was doing what he wanted with Trey. And it was just like, this dude is, this dude is fire. He's gonna come kill it for us. Uh, killed it the, wrong, the other way. The
3: Took way his PT way. Cruiser and went home.
2: <laughs> he had a PT
3: Cruiser. It, maybe it wasn't a PT Cruiser. Maybe oh, it the guy he last year. Cruiser. Maybe it was the guy who went home last year with the Mini Cooper or whatever it was. <laughs> had? A, had a Mini Cooper? I thought oh, that's no. what I heard on the Twitter. I don't know. No. I don't me wrong. tell
1: me he had a Mini. Dude, not a seven-footer in a Mini Cooper, had Cooper had man. Had I'm
0: not even buying
1: that. It would have Shaq to be a
3: had a Mini He'd
0: Cooper. You have to have it. He'd have to have it down all the time. Oh,
2: that's Mini Cooper. He was tall. Man, man, my dude used to kick it with a girl that had a Mini Cooper. That was. He's probably. I mean, he wasn't like a giant, I and mean, he's like six ish, and he used to be looking crazy in a Mini Cooper. I can't imagine what a seven footer <laughs> looked like in a Mini Cooper. Man. Nah. <laughs> nah. man. Mini Cooper. <laughs> we need pictures of that, man. Like that's yeah. gotta go. Show, Somebody's got to investigate. He was riding in the back seat.
0: Um, so I know we're just kind of shitting on players right now. So I feel kind of bad. But I know you had a question, JT, earlier that I didn't actually get to. You you had mentioned uh, that you had a question.
3: I didn't pull up his and yeah. Oh, it's a smart car. Never mind. I'm sorry.
2: Good. I got you. But we're going to go back to football. So with, with Ritter coming back, right? Mm hmm. And having all the accolades he already has, like Heisman, you know, I think he's going to be one of those guys that has a chance at a Heisman. It's always going to be tough for an AAC guy to get it, of course, right? But how high you think he could push himself now he's coming back? Because he's in that echelon with those top guys, you know, the the kid from Oklahoma, a couple other kids that you know are going to be those top bills. But now you can honestly say he's a top five quarterback before the season starts. And if he plays, if he plays bad, then, they, you know, he can bump down a little bit. But if he plays well, as good as he played this year or even better, how high you think he could push yourself in the draft? Just just guesstimate. I know nobody's a GM or, you know, anything. But what do you think he could do? There's a couple Everybody.
0: things I want to consider as far as that goes. Um, first and foremost is the fact that I think he's going to push himself enough to try and take Gino's records. Uh, yeah. He's already he's already made mention of that on social media, and the fact that it, they're actually attainable for him to end up with the most yards ever wearing a Bearcat jersey, uh, that's that's a thing that could happen. Yeah. Um, so, I'm excited to see how far he actually pushes himself, because to go from the fact that after three games this season, a lot of people were talking about is it Ben Bryant's time, and Ben Bryant's not even here anymore, so that's not anything you got to worry about. So he doesn't have that under him anymore, and I don't know that that was necessarily motivation for him at any point in time anyway because it's no secret that was Luke Fickle's dude from the jump. So that all said, I think there's a real shot of him trying to attain every UC record while he's here, and I think that's part of why he came back, to be completely honest, um, to try and be the best at at everything here (laughs) uh, wearing a Bearcat jersey. But you also have to consider how many good quarterbacks are in this class currently. So we'll see where they all end up landing because I think there's a ton of guys coming out that are going to be drafted. Um, but it depends on how many of those guys get to see the field. Because if there's bound to be flops, we already know, like, I mean, look at Tua. Tua's terrible. I, I, I don't know that anybody can actually say Tua's good. Um, and, and he was a first-round, highly heralded pick. Thank God the Bengals didn't fall into that trap although that would have been a completely Bengal thing to do. But that all said, we'll see how many of these guys end up on the field, who flops, who doesn't. We also have to consider the fact that you're going to have some guys retiring. Looking at you, Tom Brady, because good Lord, how many years are you actually going to play? Um, and we saw how quickly, like, Philip Rivers and Drew Brees fell off. So we'll see. I mean, there could be a large opening for guys that are – Trying to take somebody else's spot right now, I feel like it's it's fairly young as far as the the quarterbacks go, though. Especially with all the guys that are coming in this year, it's a, it's a very quarterback heavy draft, especially at the top.
2: Yeah, it's true.
1: Oh man, uh, Ritter could play himself up pretty high, you know, That's just right. because of the the whole the whole uh, way the quarterback is going in the National Football League now. They want somebody to be able to do it with the legs and the arm. You know, um, you got to be athletic back there. He brings that if he starts to, um, which he did towards the latter part of the year. If he starts being more consistent on the deep ball accuracy, the intermediate game from 10 to 15 yards, um, you can see him work his way up uh, to be, you know, like one of the top five quarterbacks selected. Um, you know, in the draft, uh, he has a chance to really do something special. He has a good year. Um, like I said, just has to be a little bit more accurate with the inter- intermediate game and the deep ball. Uh, he, he improves that like he was starting to do towards the end of the year and starting to connect on those. Um, he's, he could be, a, you know, top out at maybe, maybe a low first-round pick. Uh, definitely second round, though. I could definitely see him as a day-two quarterback. Yeah. I feel he you
2: can't on that. Be
0: afraid, he can't be afraid the way he was at the beginning of this season to use his legs because he – I mean, I think that was the biggest problem with the entire offense the first three games and why people were actually calling for, for his job is the fact that his legs bring an entire new dimension to the whole offense.
1: Yeah, I agree. Do.
0: When he's not afraid to run, you see – I mean, he's got the longest run in program history. And I can't True. recall the actual play, if it was a designed run play or not. I think it was an RPO.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a Yeah. It was yeah a so. read option. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: that, that's not even necessarily – I mean, he could have pulled back and thrown it. He could have handed it off. Like, there's a lot of different things that are different ways that that play could have gone. But he wasn't doing that early in the season, which is where you saw the three games where we're kind of all wondering, like, is this the Dez from the shoulder injury? Is he still have lingering effects of the shoulder injury? Or is this – is he done? What, what's what's going on? That's why people are talking about. Is it time for Ben Bryant?
2: Yeah, yeah. He answered. He answered the call for sure. I think. Like I. I think he could possibly get slip into the first round with a strong year. Like late. It might,
0: it might be late. Yeah.
2: Late, because I think like because if he with his skill, if he connects, I think better on the deep ball keeps that progression that deep ball. Um, people are going to want to have control of them because that first round you get that extra year even if they got to sit them you got to control somebody you think might be big time and I think that's going to be huge so we'll see man, I, I'm excited because that would be crazy if see gets a person that gets drafted in the first round
0: I'll, I'll make a bold statement right a now
2: quarterback at that. Yeah, there's
0: a chance of him being better than Lamar Jackson
2: Ooh. Go, oh, hey. I see, well, I MVP of the league hey. don't go to fan with go. that one I, think I can't. Like, I can't. Uh, I love Des. Fan. Des is my guy. Like, that's my guy. Lamar God. Jackson
0: was a flash in the pan type guy, and I think Des is actually smarter than Lamar Jackson when he has the ball in his hand. I can't.
2: I can't. bar I can't. <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta disagree all the way. Like, <laughs> that's, that's did you see how bad that when he left? The dude got fired again. That's how. <laughs> that's how bad it was. <laughs> I was writing for like this. I was writing for. Fan sided, not they always make me write about LSU. I mean not LSU, but um, Louisville. Um, Louisville. So I was like a closet Louisville fan because I had to write about an article. So
0: good about yourself.
2: I'm not. I wasn't a fan, but I had to like legit pay attention to every get play for real. So like they would be, they would like if he messed up on one play, they would lose. Like literally, he would go like. 30 or 35 or something like that. And then the two passes, a a kid will miss miss one, they'll bounce up, it'll be interception. They'll lose because their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Like, dude was crazy. Like, he ran for like, threw for over 300 and ran for like 1,500 yards or something like that. Like 3,000 yards and ran for 1,500.
0: I think he's better on his feet than does ever will be.
2: But his arm is better than people, because he's so electric when he runs, nobody gives him credit for his arm. And and Baltimore's receivers aren't I mean I'm the receiver for Baltimore and he's <laughs> okay. So like imagine if you get if you give all right let me play with Lamar Jackson I can do he's what Hollywood and he doesn't do I Hollywood, Hollywood is a third receiver at best. I second receiver cool. maybe cuz he's 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 my size. He's so faster than me, me.
0: You're telling me you give him Jacksonville's receivers he's just gold.
2: Jacksonville receivers aren't. I mean, Chalk is better than. I was Chalk. To say DJ Chark better than anybody. Better than, than anybody
1: you
0: got though. The entire point is, is, is. Yeah, I a, think a huge so. Upgrade is, is. Yeah. You got you got Dede, Yeah. Chalk, You got. Chark, you got uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh,
2: Chenault, too. Chenault, Yeah. Cole.
0: Cole. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, w- definitely.
2: Because w- because his receivers are iffy at best. The tight end is good, but the tight end isn't. He's not Kelsey. You know, I mean, he's not Kittle, so he's not. He's, he he's limited. And then you got, you know. They want they want Hollywood to be essentially like Tyreek Hill, which he's not. He's not. He he's fast, he kind of like Tyreek, but he's not twitchy and he's too small. Like he's literally the size of my eleven-year-old. You know what I'm saying? As far as built, <laughs> but he's special because he's in the NFL. So I'm not taking that away from him. But at the same time, you
0: You called him an eleven-year-old.
2: Hey, my son got big legs, <laughs> but but he's eleven. <laughs> and that he probably has the same size legs as Marquise Brown, <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But he he won MVP with that supporting cast. Like Dez Bryant is he? I mean, I, I love Dez Bryant. He he was good five six years ago. Yeah, he was the good. third fourth receiver. Willie Snead wouldn't be the fourth receiver on the Bengals.
0: Could and he's be
2: their one number one. two. Hmm. Willie Snead would not be. He might not even dress for the Bengals.
0: You're probably right. Uh, well, I mean, Alexander right. does somehow, but
2: so so that's my thing. You gotta you gotta take a step back because the media will get on him because he didn't win. But he's playing with me at receiver. I mean, he played with me at receiver, and yeah, I'm going to stop you from running as much as I can. And I know you got to throw it to them. See, I, I'm a single cover you too, and I know you're not going to get open. I mean, I mean Brown will, but if he, he needs a physical good receiver, that can go get like a Hopkins. Everybody can't get a Hopkins, but you need that kind of guy. Even if he had somebody like what's the kid that that the Bengals got Higgins T Higgins. If he had like a T Higgins next to you know Brown, he would be able to cook a little bit more. But and he's still doing a heck of a job. They are still winning ball games with me at receiver. Could AJ go to Baltimore next year? Man, he would be an, an upgrade on what they have. Don't put the long they, hand you, hand. they I would I still would. they would still need to get a young gun, you know what I mean? But I, he's better than Sneed and those an boys upgrade. even yeah. now. I don't know how don't we got like on to Bengals tough. My bad. But no, it's all good. It's
0: all good.
2: <laughs> but, but man, I'm telling you, you got to take a step back. You can't. I, and I love Dez, but but Lamar, Lamar, Michael Vick yeah. and Lamar are the only people that you can put in the same category as Worst far as scenario, like explosiveness and cannon arms.
0: Worst case scenario i can't it's imagine it. that desmond ritter wouldn't at least be an upgrade on like an rg3 and rg3 still bounce around the league somehow oh uh, yeah yeah what's what's uh, left of the shrapnel in his but,
2: knee but rg3 is dead like he's like a walking corpse now that's no, not that's not rg3 ready. that came out people are still RG3. putting
0: him on the roster rg3
3: will be a Bengal next year if joe burrow's not fully recovered stop talking <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i don't
0: want that get
3: out rg3
2: of is, okay. is right. that's not the rg3 we love we love and know it's not him anymore. <laughs> Nah, definitely not definitely yeah yeah
1: so but
0: what do you guys hope to see about you know since i got disconnected reconnected we had a whole bunch of filler <laughs> get back on track what do you hope to see should the bearcats ever get back on the hardwood again going forward the rest of the year and then we'll kind of close it out
3: first and foremost i just want to see a healthy team i mean John put out that statement yesterday about how he's he's worried about the mental and emotional and physical health of the players right now, you know, having to go through this whole COVID thing without having their, you know, their parents, their parents, that make them sound their <laughs> kids, but their family, you know are. what I mean? That's they true. Young? But not yeah. having like a support system, you know what I mean? So first and foremost, I just want to see a healthy team. Um, and then if at all possible, I would like to see them pick up where they left off, um, you know, with Harvey picking up steam, with Easton picking up steam, with you know all those guys picking up steam, and, and hopefully identifying that key player, that leader.
0: Well, even yeah. vote old oh, Concrete Feet vote. He was he was picking up steam. <laughs>
2: he My did have a like decent last a game though. He
0: did. Yeah. I mean, he played like nine good minutes. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah.
2: Without Damn. fouling.
1: Yeah. You know, for me, what I would love to see moving forward is, uh, you know, I obviously want to see us. Obviously, I want to see us press from jump. Start off the game pressing. Don't wait till you're down 12 with eight minutes left. Then you want to put the press on. That's silly. Why not just jump out from jump out from the get go? Get some energy going early. It seems like we start off slow. Like I told JT the other day, it seemed like we blink our eye at the 16 minute mark. We down 12 to four, and it's just like we're fighting uphill from the soonest from tip off. Let's try to get some energy going. That's
0: because we missed eight free throws at that point. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's possible Hey, that's possible too But well, i just think if we can if get some calls, energy going if we got the <laughs> right get some energy going early um you know let them let, let you know let them play loose you know let them play loose you know i, I want to see them uh these guys play loose i think you know he has this whole system thing going i think sometimes they're so systemized that they're robotic in their offensive approach and, you, and that's where you get turnovers. I just think you, you got to let them play a little bit. And I want to see them get up and down the court. I, let, them, let them play scrappy. That's what I want to see when they if they get back on the hardwood.
2: Yeah, piggyback off that. Yeah. I want to see them playing fast, just fast, pressing from the jump. Because we're not big. Like, you know, if, if vote gives them good minutes, then that's extra. That's extra for them this year. Gravy. So, it's gravy. But you got to come out trying to play scrappy. Everybody has to rebound. And – you got to just start. I think you got to press. You got to make shots to press. So that's hard too. But at the same time, they got to be pressing and um, up and down the floor because then I think that's going to make it easier for Keep to get shots. It's going to make it easier for Harvey to get shots. It's going to make it easier for the Julius to get shots. You know, all those. And then, you know, as um, Davenport's hunting down threes, he's shooting that ball pretty good. You know, the one of the only guys really able to hit that three ball this year. It's going to get him easier shots because the defense is going to be scrambling. And, you know, our, our thing is we're kind of set and then we're not shooting that thing that good this year, obviously, you know, just to put it lightly. And, um, I think that's going to get those guys easier shots. Cause then you got, then you got them gambling on the threes and then you can get that half fake and get by them. It's just going to be super easy. It's almost like a clinic. But if you're playing slow, slower, because we're, you know, not running up and down because the team isn't big enough to really endure those big body teams if we're playing slow if we're going to play slow half court ball like them then we're playing right into their wheelhouse and our best team is to play fast and up and down like kind of like those old arizona teams where they had the three guards that were all like six foot you know what i mean but <laughs> they were able to go up and down and they'll kill you they make you they make you pay and they play scrappy so we kind of had to take a page of that you know like get our uh, michael bibby and jason terry type game on no we don't have like those type of guys but oh, we got wow. some solid guards you know so yeah. something going like that.
0: that uh one of the things that brandon continues to say in press conferences and if you're going to keep saying it then it has to come true at some point so don't keep saying that you are you know end-to-end court guy like your identity of a team is under right. the, the court you can't yep. keep saying that if you're not going to run a press like you just literally can't because then you're just full of shit At that point, you know, I mean, you you have to play end to end, and if you are not playing end to end, then you are that's not your identity. Don't say that. That's
1: why I said he lied to us in the press conference. He (laughs) said ninety-four feet of defense. You know, I I I only see that when we down twelve or eight minutes left. (laughs) That's the only time I see it.
0: So I'm, I'm I'm with you. Like I'd like to see, especially if you're gonna run small. There's absolutely no reason to run press if you're running small anyway. Because that the whole point is, you have these little guys out there that can run. I mean, unless your conditioning is that bad, in which case that's a whole different problem that we have. So no, yeah. I'm with you, you have to play end to end and you have to start at the beginning, especially if you're gonna continue to be in foul trouble. Well, at least if you're gonna be in foul trouble, give them a reason to put you in foul trouble, have the hand checks going up and down the court, or you know what I mean? Like yeah. make them aware that my foot is in your mouth And that's where it's going to be all day. If you're going to get foul calls anyway, get your money's worth. Yeah. Everyone's playing soft right now. Again, you guys brought this up earlier, both of you. Like, everyone's playing soft right now. Play hard. Like, we have nobody who is an enforcer right now. And unfortunately, that's just not the identity that we've grown accustomed to. Um, I think Tari has an opportunity to be that guy. He's shown flashes of being that guy. I think jeremiah davenport could potentially be that guy because he's not afraid of anybody to be completely honest he's, yeah, he's not afraid his, for sure I, I feel like he's playing on borrowed time
1: yeah but he's definitely I mean, definitely he's,
0: he's 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 overachieved like we we didn't expect this coming this is this is like that one player that you have that continues to like on a video game that continues to over just i, I got him at a 74 what's he doing at a 82. yeah you know what i'm right. talking about so yeah you know, <laughs> yeah i got you your
2: no, like, self-confidence is crazy though man like i look like jd is like pure he all right he's, he's not afraid like he's not afraid he's not afraid to fail he's not afraid just to see that's what you need you know what i'm saying that sounds generic as heck but because he's, he's like the, yeah he's playing he's like dude i'm out there he feels like he's the best guy on the court which you should you know what I mean but he's actually playing at times like hey he can be that guy at one time you know like he's a scrappy dude he's you know he can shoot and he shot you know last year he shot with like 15 percent or something like from three or Four, something it was
0: 14. it was something 14.
2: crazy now he's what high 30s I think right he yeah. was at 40 something 44 45 for a second I, so I mean certainly
0: like he, he had flipped it at one point where it went from like 17 to like or, or, like, four, 14 to like 41 or something, yeah. Crazy.
2: Yeah, like, yep. so I mean, he's legit, and then it's like, all right, so now you got a guy you probably didn't expect to be that good or had that potential where you just like playing, like role you role said, player playing player the house money. Leader. You say, what
0: that should be your role player, not your leader.
2: That's, but right that's where I think Zach, I think that's where Zach comes in. Correct. at the beginning of the year. I mean, end of the year, if they get some games, more games, and I think that's where, especially for next year, because I'm thinking about next year now, I feel like you think Zach ascends to that guy where he's the per- predestined go-to player. Davenport can still be the role player. Eason is still kind of like that guy that can be like the Swiss Army knife to me, where he can be he can ascend and be the best player on the team, but he can probably be the second, because they're going to be second best player too, you know. But he has that potential where he can be. I think he's a pro prospect personally. And I feel like. I think so too. You know, so I feel like.
0: Because
2: he can do everything. and He's yeah. just going to get better, right? I don't see it declining, you know. So he's so young. He's already came into the game. And actually put his footprint in the game already. You know, so like. it can't He can't do them to get better. I, I, I don't see him getting worse. I just don't see it. Um. But then you just got I think what hurts him now he doesn't have anybody to protect him cuz he's not a he's a solid built kid for a freshman but he doesn't have anybody that's like once he goes to the bench you know or he, when he's on the floor he is the big guy so he doesn't have anybody that's like equally athletic or like with more mass that can just be like you said we need that physical 240 240 pound dude even if 16 to do like, next to him
0: Even if you had to do like Kyle Washington here like, just somebody else that you knew had your back, you know, and yeah. was athletic enough to have your back.
2: Yeah. And could
0: move to have your back. It, it, yeah. it, it, when you're running. yeah, we, we
1: had Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. We had Ellie, and somehow he got out the door. I just, I, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes you just need to junkyard dog type of yeah. player. I understand, you know, you got a system. I get it. But you need some dogs on the court. True. We don't have any, and it's frustrating. We lose every 50-50 ball. Like it is, it, is, it's just not what I'm used to. It's not what I'm used to watching. as Far as UC basketball.
0: Do you guys follow Tari's mom on Twitter? Oh she's, my god!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's funny. Do you
0: you, you, you talk about my best any... friend. We're not talking about your best friend. Oh, okay, cool. fine. We, we did have a little spat and we had to dm her and we had to make sure everything was okay with us and Tari's mom oh really on the part in the punctuation twitter page what? Um, that was a thing that happened yeah that however was a thing. um do you think there's any shot that she talks him into transferring
1: oh man that's yeah. tough i don't think so i hope not i don't think i don't think she gonna allow no. him to transfer. But, you know, it's gonna to be too risky. You know, he look. might have to sit out, and she too crazy about basketball to make her boy sit out. You know what I mean? Potentially. You know, um, yeah. I think I,
0: the football did though, where you have an open transfer period because of COVID.
2: Well, yeah. that does change things.
0: It changes a little bit. But I'm
2: gonna his, say that, no. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Like, I hope thing. not. He's lined up. He's lined up to be the man, though. Yeah, that's the thing. For sure, him like, and Harvey could be the man for years. Yeah, like he can be the man. I mean, he's lined up to be the man, even though like stuff isn't looking as good as people expected this year.
0: Hey,
3: man, I'll, I'll take
2: that. that. I'll man. take this with a grain of salt because well, you got to think this is a crazy. Even though you see isn't good like normal. We're not used to it, everybody's freaking blowing head gaskets. Duke is five and five. I haven't seen Duke five and five since I was. A toddler, probably. I probably. I don't even remember last time. I think when Coach K was on his deathbed for a quick second, remember, or his back was real messed up. That's yeah. when they suck. That was the last Carolina time. Carolina and that's.
0: Too. They're all bad. Yeah, North UK, Duke, they're all bad.
2: So like, like so, as bad as this is, like everybody's ticked off, of course. But I, man, if they get a, a legit all season with Tari and those young, you know, the Julius. And I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be cool. They just got to find a way to get somebody. That's just a grimy player. Like they need just a grimy, because we got, we need a grimy player. You just, you never played on, on a a court where it gets a dude that just irritates you and he's not good. And you're like, I'm, I'm more skilled than you with my right hand or left or whatever, but he just irritates you and you just can't, you know, it's, it's, it's always that guy. Like,
0: we had we, that. Need we, that had, guy. we had, we had Ellie, we had Logan Johnson. Like we yeah. had those guys. We need our
2: PJ Tucker, like, and I like PJ Tucker. We need that guy that just don't care. Like PJ Tucker a guard, like anybody in the world, like, all right, you want the guard. Y'all you know I mean, and PJ Tucker six, four, and he'll do it. We need that guy that's just like, but he's physically imposing. You see how he was pushing AD out in the post. So like, you need like that dude. That's just like a brick and just be like, look, I'm gonna get you seven rebounds. I'm fouling hard and I'm dunking the heck out of the ball when I get it here. It's just don't call a play for me. I'm just rip, I'm rim running and I'm tearing stuff up. And then you got Ethan who got the skill, so he's gonna be able to flourish even more because he's a pure skill guy. But we need just that grimy guy. Like like when we had Octavius Ellis, he was skinny, but he was grimy. He might You're still grimy, yeah. He, grimy. he might fight, he might, he might line somebody in a game. He, he might kick a guy like that. He might, he might, you just don't know. He might (laughs) suplex somebody in the game and you just don't know. Like, and you need that guy that's like, man, if I come down this lane, what is he going to do? Like, do I need to, am I supposed to try to reverse this? Am I supposed to try to dunk on him? Cause you don't know, you know what I was.
0: He was kind of a head case.
2: Yeah. So like, but you know, you need some guy like that. Like with somebody, especially as good as like Tari, you get somebody that's a little off next to him thumbs up thumbs up i'm telling you i'm telling you just get a guy like barely can get in school on his last chance I'm telling you right next to him rim run 610 make sure you can get the, a- the only thing you gotta get the act scores this year right no ACT stuff. That's, so yeah. telling you. guy that barely can get into school i'm telling you, make sure he doesn't do anything bad where it's like any just cases don't or nothing just don't i'm talking zero. about grades or iffy just you know care. what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be okay. We will be okay right. I may have right. taken a couple of study halls for the whole, whole,
3: whole year Oh, Christ Get
2: the guy, oh, get, the crying. guy you, get the guy Get the guy Get the guy Get him, you know A permanent, permanent tutor on campus You feel me? Right. <laughs> we, have, we have the resources Right uh, Again, I feel you it, Hey. It, hey Tari Ethan will average 17 and 10 next year if we get that guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. So get that, get that guy with the 2.1.
2: Yeah, 2.1. Like everybody was need, praying for him to graduate. Rubles. Everybody's super happy. Like, he's yeah. so talented. And then he just, he's just work. out there. He's playing for everything. We're, we're John right. could tell him, I'm going to take your meal plan. I bet you that dude can do anything so he, out there.
0: He needs his rubles, right?
2: <laughs> he does. But we need a guy a little bit bigger. Like I just want like a six nine. I can't even think of who I can like. Like Justin Jackson meets mm-hmm. uh who can Yancy I? Yancy. Justin Jackson meets somebody like yancey yancey size, but yeah, yeah. So like yancey Justin Jackson in yancey body.
0: Yancy Perfect. in the cross town. He just needs yancey in the cross town. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Pretty much, but we don't even need the punches. We don't need the punches because we want you, we need you on the court. Because if we don't right. have you, then we might come back to this year. So we need yeah. you on the court, but we need that guy that's just like iffy. Like, man, he had a 2 3, um, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, he might have got caught with some, you know drugs or something i don't know a a
0: bearcat rodman (laughs) a a bearcat dennis rodman ladies we need it because
2: just think about it they go back to hugs days hugs used to have some guys that was just like oh you go to college like like like, for real like you look at the not the stars look at the people at the end of the bench like i'm telling you i should be on campus i'm like man they were the coolest dudes though like they was cool as heck like like, who's the Kareem Johnson. Y'all remember Kareem Johnson? Yeah, I remember Kareem Johnson. If Kareem, we need a Kareem jo- If he had Kareem Johnson right now, we'd be cool. Just a big <laughs> physical dude. He gonna, he gonna get his six, seven rebounds to his clock. He gonna finish by the rim, and he gonna just body people. That's what we need. We need that. And if, don't let him be able to jump. I'm telling yeah. you, If you get somebody that can jump, it's on. So that is what
0: John <laughs> Brandon needs to recruit from the words of J.T. Smith, I think that 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 alone was like a twenty five hundred word uh, article. <laughs> article for your website. Right.
2: <laughs> and I, I was going, man, but I, I were, felt that I,
0: I wasn't stopping. You Nope, I felt that I was trying to help you out. I was I was trying to be your hype man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we got two clowns right. out here in the in the chat. We got one oh, yeah, guy yeah. asking, "Will you see win a crosstown shootout in the next decade?" <laughs> that guy's a Xavier fan, uh, number one.
0: He's also your brother. Yeah,
3: and then uh, we got another clown out here saying that Bobby Bobby Brandon was uh, Hug's best recruit.
0: Oh, weird <laughs> enough, that's your other brother.
3: Yeah, that's the other brother. I don't Isn't know that my, his best. I don't know what my parents did wrong with those two. <laughs> You got a you got a xavier fan in the family hey i don't want to talk in a michigan fan
2: oh shoot that's tough you get hit both on both yeah, that's sides a, yeah it's, it's that is gross. tough
3: it's gross it's family <laughs> holidays are. this year was great
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man oh. yeah, that's rough man
0: so anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here any yeah. other questions or predictions or anything you want to get off your chest
2: well, Will we play basketball do y'all think we'll play basketball this year again yeah we'll get some games man
0: we are not going to get 20 games in at this
2: point. not 20.
0: because uh i brought this up last night um with with chad and all them is uh, as they're rescheduling games <laughs> there you go ahead thanks <laughs> um as we uh, as they're rescheduling games you have to consider that you have uh, midterms coming up too so you know they are not just athletes they are also students so as they're trying to do all that yeah i mean they still have to go to class not the
3: so g- not can- the new guy that john's recruiting next year
1: <laughs> right <laughs> the new guy. i mean,
2: we need but- him. You You just need a tutor. Tutor goes to classroom.
1: You can't
0: just drop three. Social media can't
2: be involved with him. Oh, no, no, not at all.
0: You can't just drop (laughs) three, four games in a week. Uh, (laughs) No, you can't.
2: True.
0: So it'll be real interesting to see the way that they're uh, able to reschedule this season, if they're able to reschedule. I I said this at the beginning of the season, though, is they should have done one-on-ones. Don't even give a damn about fans in the stands, but just done one-on-one bubbles.
2: Mm. Yep, that probably would have been the best move. 100%. That would have been the smartest you, move for sure. You already,
0: you already test, put everybody in a hotel, home team and away team, just play at one site. Don't give a damn about fans. Like who cares? Don't let anybody in. Yeah. Yep. Just get the game in.
2: Yep. Just let them do online school, pretty much, and then that's it.
0: I mean, especially if you're talking like the, the conference games, like, fuck it. Like, I mean, no one, no one, the
3: American, it would be in Memphis and Memphis fans would be allowed at the game.
1: Mm, I could see that. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I could definitely well, see that.
0: Florida doesn't have any rules, apparently. They're wild, wild west down there. So. Oh, yeah.
2: They're yeah, they, they living their best life down there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, who cares? I, just get it done. Put these kids in hotels and test and play. Like, yeah. one, Done yeah. and done move on next team on your schedule. Like give everybody yeah. the, I mean, at least if you're looking at the, if you're looking at it that way, so maybe you don't get the one-on-one with the, with the conference. I mean, if you're still trying to put fans in the team, that's fine. Okay, cool. But just make sure everybody has the same amount of time in a bubble. So if you're doing a Cincinnati bubble, you're putting all the kids in a hotel, you're putting, you know, for both teams, but you're giving Cincinnati the same amount of bubble opportunities as you're giving everybody else. Hmm.
2: I thought they were going to do what uh, the do like like with the teams in the conference like pretty much like a not a not a home at home but they play like two games back to back.
3: They should have done that.
2: The same team. Yeah, smaller schools been doing that. So that's kind. I thought they were going to do that. Honestly, when they punted the bubble, I knew they weren't going to get. It just, I don't know. I thought that's the best move to do the bubble, but I knew the NCAA wasn't going to be that smart.
0: They'd be like, oh, let's do a bubble. Three hundred and sixty teams, or whatever it is.
2: They should have just did like four, like four to five, four to six, like regions for real. You know, like you got your West Coast, hit those. California probably had more because California is huge. But then,
0: but they weren't open. Midwest, maybe
2: it's in, you know, Columbus or wherever, even Indianapolis.
0: California wasn't open when the season started for anything. I know, I know. So you wouldn't have been able to do anything. You like, I mean. I go to Arizona. Just everybody in
2: Arizona or Vegas. Utah. them <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas? That's the best place to put college kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do that. No, that's but, the
0: worst idea.
2: No, I know, right? But uh do I think they should do bubbles though like far as like if it was either here um Indiana, Indiana, I mean Indianapolis, Columbus like did that put all those teams in there. And then, like, you know, each area, like, kind of have, like, a regional hub where they all can be. Because there's so many teams. If they're playing, I think they should have did that. I think that might have worked out a lot better, but it I is what today, it is.
0: I saw today that the uh, NCAA and teams lost $800 million, reportedly, by missing the tournament last year.
2: Oh, for sure. That's why they're playing. They're not missing this one. That's they why they're
0: playing. That's why they're playing they're now. missing this one.
3: You see, profit of no.
1: uh, seven point seven million. I saw, I saw yeah, they, that. They pulled in that. I don't, I don't know how they
2: pulled in that. That's shocking. I think right.
0: That, I think that it all goes on uh, part of the Under Armour buyout. I was looking at some of the comments that people. That was nine million. On that. It, it was. It was correct. But when well, you lost, coupled yeah. that with the losses yeah. that you had.
2: Uh, so they got that big check up front. So uh, that probably. I
0: think, I think it also depends on where you're reporting from. And, the the date that you're reporting to and from
2: yeah Um,
3: they got that unofficial stimulus check
2: (laughs) definitely got that ppp (laughs) package set right well gentlemen
0: i do want to thank you for spending your time with us tonight um again if you want to shout out where people can find you if they enjoyed listening to you
1: uh yeah uh you know time out with Coach Cam uh YouTube uh, channel uh please subscribe uh, I'm on Twitter at Coach Cam C Instagram uh you know Coach Cam Chance uh yep that's where you can find me at hit subscribe check out some of the shows
2: All right. yeah JT Smith so on Twitter underscore JT underscore Smith I have to think about that every time I say it um because of the underscores but uh. <laughs> That's where you can find me uh, the front office news.com for sure. I'm always going to post up there. So make sure you hit that up and then uh front office new front office news on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on that on there same way. So that's where everything will be at. So, and then the TFO podcast, that's everywhere. Also long winded again.
0: All good, ma'am, <laughs> uh, Ed, uh, your, your beard's looking very thin. Uh, I don't know if you're still repping beard jelly or not. But your, your beard.
3: Yeah, we're still rocking the Bossman brands. Uh, you know, okay. I have the gray coming in, unfortunately, but we're still rocking that <laughs> Bossman brands. Very helpful after to put the mask on, you get to shape your beard again. So check it out on our website. Go to the link, put in ed15 to get 15% off. Nice.
0: Bossman brands, beard jelly, whatever is happening there. Cool. Well, that is another episode of Part of the Punctuation. Again, thank you, JT. Thank you, Coach Cam. We appreciate the time that you spent here with us tonight. That is uh, for... for, That's everything. For for me, (laughs) I'm Aaron. For Ed, he's Ed. I had internet issues again. Go figure. We're out.
2: Peace.